0: Hello Cornerstone, Uh, another pastoral update. Uh, These have been great times to connect and to share some of the news with you. And we've got some great and exciting stuff that we're going to look at this morning. Um, But first, I want to read a few scriptures just to renew our understanding in God's ways. Uh, We constantly are kind of challenged with God's ways. You know, we live in a fallen world. There's disease and sickness all around us, and if anything... This COVID-19, 220 plus days of lockdown and concern, uh, have shown us that you know sickness is debilitating. It causes fear. Um, it causes confusion. People are suffering right now. Kian, Kelly, Taylor, who are part of our uh, of the Translocal team, are in high care um, with COVID symptoms. And so, how do we respond to all of this? Of course, Christ is on the throne and uh, we continue to respond to pray to Him, to trust Him. And I wanna read a scripture that'll help us understand this. Uh, two passages, Luke 5, 17. On one of those days he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Uh, you have the, 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 the kind of two situations. You can imagine that the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were there to hear line upon line instru- instruction. And Jesus did do that. But we must never misunderstand the gospel just for, you know, you know facts to be taught, uh, good news to be proclaimed. It's also a demonstration of God's power. And so uh, wherever the gospel is present, we need to pray. We need to trust God for healing. And oftentimes, Jesus introduced the power of the gospel through healing people with ailments. And we see the record of this in Scripture. Luke 7, 21 says, In that hour He healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many who were blind He bestowed their sight. And He answered, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up. The poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who's not offended by me. So John in prison was, you know, kind of concerned. Are you the one, Jesus? And the evidence he gives of Jesus is in a situation is that the good news is preached. People are getting born again. And those accompanying signs are there is people are getting healed. And so I want to encourage us. And I know we know people who are sick and suffering. And this is my understanding of Scripture. We cannot demand anything of God, but He has called us to pray and to uh, trust Him for those who are sick. And here's the deal. As long as I have breath and the person I'm praying for is alive, my understanding of the Great Commission is to pray and to trust God for healing. I know there's all kinds of technicalities we can get into, but let's not kind of try and allow some of those things to bog us down. If I understand God's heart and compassion in any situation is that people are ministered to. People's souls are healed. People's minds are healed. People's bodies are healed. And even in a situation where it seems like the healing is, is not happening immediately, we console With this gospel, we help people understand that God is in that situation with them. And so I want to encourage us to pray for the sick. Look for opportunities to uh, come alongside people that are suffering and to pray for them. Christ was drawn to those. He was drawn to the, you know, the kind of dregs of society. You know, he was drawn to those who were battling. We think of the the widow whose son uh, in Nain, the place he had gone to, had died. It says he was moved with compassion. And so give us that compassion for those that are suffering. And let's pray for them. also want uh, to encourage us to pray for Craig and Taryn and their family. They leave for the U.S. this Thursday in the evening for their first three months of adventure. Uh, As they establish themselves in the U.S., they come back for their appointment. And then they relocate permanently. But pray for them. We want to trust God for doors to open, the right connection with the right people. And then uh, we're going to end this um, pastoral update with a a video, a clip from um, a couple who are planting a church in Nagoya in Japan. We've prayed about Japan. I personally have felt like God has put Japan on my heart. And now we celebrate, we, uh, those that partner together with NCMI, we celebrate the fact uh, that a lampstand has been placed in the darkness. And uh, from the video, you'll, you'll hear the importance of seeing churches planted in Japan. So please pray for that as well. And then pray for this gospel to go out in power. Uh, we are trusting God to see revival in the city of ours. And so pray. As you see the situation around you, pray. Uh, as you confronted with some of the disasters around you, pray. The challenges, pray. Uh, we have a root to God in prayer. In the name of jesus and so we pray Uh, i'd like to pray for us father thank you for the grace that is upon us thank you for the love of christ that is ever so present help us understand lord the importance of reaching out with the love of god and in that be willing to pray for those around us to be willing to share the love of christ with them to be willing to help them understand their relationship with you. I just wanna pray for us, Lord, that we would know the fellowship, we would know the power, we would know the incredible benefit there is in being seated with you in heavenly places. Trust you for your protection and your provision over us as a church, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Hello friends, this is Chris Moore, and I'm so happy to join and partner with NCMI to plant a church in Nagoya, Japan. Together with my wife Megumi and our children Sel and Reima, we've been serving God in Japan since 2002. Although 2020 has posed many kinds of challenges, we believe God has opened a great door to ministry for us in this nation where less than 1% have faith in Jesus. Our city, Nagoya, is home to the global headquarters for Toyota and other Japanese manufacturing giants. And there are many people struggling with stress, burnout and loneliness through overwork. In 2011, Japan suffered a major tsunami, which has left the younger generation looking for new meaning in life. Jesus is the light in life, and with your prayers, we will be bringing the gospel to this ripe harvest field. Already we have several families with young children in our congregation, and we've had success in reaching Japanese people in their 20s, winning them to Christ, and seeing God give new direction and identity to their lives. Please join with us in prayer. God bless.